Welcome to the Cadet Dome Podcast, where we explore the nature of reality, the primacy of consciousness, deliberate creation, and your personal empowerment. You can construct yourself, your sense of self, from a basis of empowerment. And that's what I'm focusing on, you being able to achieve in this episode. I want you to be able to look in the mirror, no matter the time of day, and in the reflection see someone who can have a fully fulfilling life. That capacity to create a life that fulfills you comes from or is a result of the ideas you hold about yourself. Through your ideas, you channel the flow of life force in a specific way. Who you believe you are in every situation is what's determining both what you contribute to yourself and your life and what you receive from life. And who you believe you are in all of the various situations of your life is made up of ideas you've created, ideas you've received or accepted about yourself. So I want to draw your attention to this facet of your nature at the integrated or created level of your personality because when you become aware of, conscious of, the ideas you have about yourself, you'll be able to evaluate, keep, add to, or discard any of the ideas you've been operating under until now. The goal here would be for you to only have ideas about yourself that are supportive of the constructive flow and use of your life force. What I mean by that, what I mean by having ideas that support the constructive flow of your life energy is that you have ideas that keep you empowered, mobilized, energized, nourished, nurtured day in and day out, come what may. So these ideas you have about yourself when they're based in empowerment are ways of seeing yourself, psychological lenses or self-referential patterns of thinking and feeling that actually accurately allow the reality of your true potential, the reality of your power, the reality of your creative consciousness. They allow that to emerge and be fully expressed in your life and in the world. And that's what I want you to have. You can update your subconscious programs or your unconscious programs, these ideas you have about yourself at an unconscious level. And that ability is such an invaluable part of being an empowered human being. The ideas we have about ourselves are powerful. They frame everything we experience and they frame how we experience life, how we're able to receive life. They're the basis of all of our habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. We think, feel, and act within the boundaries of our ideas about ourselves. And you do this every day. The things that occur to you from the start of your day to the end of your day are contained within the boundaries of your ideas about yourself. It's your psycho-emotional programming. Part of the efficiency of your habits comes from these ideas about yourself creating automatic frames within which you think, feel, and act. These self-ideas or statements about ourselves are what frame what we believe we can have. They're what frame what we believe we can do or be or give. And they do so automatically once they've been integrated into our perspective or framework. The, The way in which these statements about ourselves operate, they're 
instantaneous. They're instantaneous filters that pop up when we're engaging with our environment. We're engaging with ourselves when we're engaging with others. What you feel free to say to others, what you feel free to say to yourself, what you feel free to feel about yourself, what you feel free to do for yourself or in the world or for the world are all based on these integrated unconscious ideas you hold about yourself. We as human beings create and hold a lot of ideas about ourselves. Ideas are how we understand our world. They are what we use to create meaning and stories. And meaning generation and story formation, this automatic tendency to say this is what this means, this is what this means, this is what happened, that internal narration that is going on all the time is how we record our experiences of ourselves, our relationships and our world. It's how we create those maps and models that tell us you know, what life is about, those internal representations that tell us what life is about, what we're about. So we learn through this process of meaning generation and story formation. We create our maps and models of ourselves in the world through this internal process of meaning generation and story formation that we hold integrated at an unconscious level. And this meaning generation and story formation is made up of ideas. So this story formation, this meaning making, this meaning generation, and this process by which we record our experiences of our lives occurs within the boundaries of the ideas we have about ourselves. We don't tell stories. We don't create meaning that contradicts these ideas we have about ourselves. So you naturally and automatically create, accept, and integrate all sorts of statements about who you believe you are, who you believe others are, what you believe your world is or is about. You take ideas from your family, from your peers, from your culture, from others, from books, and you form your own. These self-ideas, these ideas you have about yourself, these statements of self that you've made at an unconscious level, then become the basis of how you see yourself, how you see the world, how you experience the world, what you do in the world, and what you give or contribute to the world. Your ideas, these psychological goggles, if you will, that you look through as consciousness, literally filter and mediate how you experience yourself how you experience your reality, how you experience others, and what you express. And that's a structure of being that I want to point you toward, which is that although these statements of self frame your experiences, although these ideas you've integrated about yourself create these frames, they create these boundaries, you as consciousness are primary. You as consciousness are prior to them. You as the observer and experiencer of your reality are prior to or transcend these statements that you've made about yourself that you've been using to look through to experience your life. So although I'm emphasizing the power of ideas here, I do want to come back to my recurring point, which is that consciousness is primary. So you are not limited by these ideas that you're holding. You are not in a definitive or permanent way, constrained permanently by these ideas. They are ideas you can remove if they are limiting ones. So even as you're listening to this as consciousness, you're doing so through these unconscious statements you have about yourself. These various ideas you hold about yourself are what's determining 
all of your behavioral patterns in the world. They make up your personality construct, if you will. And that's, that's essentially what your personality construct is. It's an integrated network of ideas that's driving your automatic thinking, feeling, and behavioral processes. The you that you take yourself to be at an embodied level is made up of these belief filters, these ideas, these mental impressions, these mental narratives that you've integrated about yourself. So these integrated ideas about yourself become a kind of automatic control of sort for who you believe you are and how you show up in the world. So because your self ideas are such a pervasive part of the experiences and outcomes you're having, they're an important thing for you to examine and look at. And they're an important thing for you to examine and look at from the understanding that it is these ideas that are impacting, influencing, and determining the results and outcomes you're experiencing in your life. Of all the ideas you've integrated and are operating from, I want to specifically focus and have you focus on your ideas about yourself because those really are the gatekeepers on what you will allow into your experience. When you want more empowered flow in your life, when you want better relationships, better habits, better health, better results, looking at these integrated statements of self are a really valuable starting point because that's where those self-limiting narratives, those self-limiting meaning-making processes that you've had in the past are affecting your outcomes and your experiences. Depending on your early childhood inputs, your internalized statements of self or these unconscious self ideas you hold will land anywhere on the spectrum of positive and empowering to negative and disempowering. A positive empowered ego is as much a construction of ideas as a negative disempowered ego. And what I mean by ego here isn't the spiritual narration around ego and the unresourceful representation of it. Here I mean ego in terms of the psychological model of how your personality structure and your sort of embodied identities are experienced in day-to-day life. So here we're simply talking about the structures of personality and how they affect how you perceive yourself, how you experience yourself, how you perceive others, and how you experience others in the world. So positive and empowering statements of self give you energy. When you have integrated at an unconscious level statements about yourself that are based in empowerment, you have energy. You feel mobilized in your day-to-day experience. You feel replenished. You feel fed by these internal statements of self that you have. Positive and empowering statements of self are the basis of constructive and resourceful thinking, feeling, and behavioral habits. That is what your habitual thought patterns, emotions, and behaviors are based in, are these statements of self that you have at an unconscious level. This is where I want to direct your focus because your ability to access the energy and resources you need to create the outcomes in life that you want is determined by these ideas you hold about yourself. So when you want to achieve new results, when you want to reach new levels of expression, when you want to reach new levels of contribution, you want to update these statements of self that you're holding because you as creative consciousness are primary. You have the ability to uninstall the ideas that are no longer work for you and install new ideas that will better support 
the flow of life force that you are calling forth to achieve what you want to now achieve, to bring about the results that you want to now bring about. Regardless of the context, regardless of the life context that we're talking about, whether you want career growth, financial growth, spiritual growth, relationship growth, it doesn't matter where you have to look to enter that new level of expression and experience is in your ideas about who you are. And you want to create the adjustments, the changes, the, you know, removal of old programming and the integration of new programming at that level of who you believe you are, at that level of ideas about yourself, what I'm calling the self ideas here. So to that end, I want to ask you a few questions that will help you assess and observe through how you respond to these questions. What ideas you may have running right now in your day-to-day experience? How much of the time do you feel capable, empowered, lovable, beautiful, acceptable, wanted, supported in your life? And think about every life area here as you think about how much of the time you feel these feelings, you know, in your relationships, in your career, in your creative expression, in your contribution to the world or to others. How much of the time do you feel capable, empowered, lovable, beautiful, acceptable, wanted, supported? How much of the time do you feel your preciousness as a living conscious being, as a human being? How much of the time do you feel like you are a treasure in the world? These feelings of capacity, of empowerment, of value, which are coming from ideas that add life to your being when you tap into them are an effect of those integrated self ideas, those statements of self that you're holding at an unconscious level. Someone who is confident in their career and relationships or who has a steady confidence in the areas of their life experiences is someone whose automatic self-referential habits, their automatic ways of seeing themselves is based in empowerment. So I want you to take a look at the recurring patterns of thinking you have in the different parts of your life, in your love relationships, in your career, in your financial experiences, in your personal development or spiritual growth experiences, in every life area. Notice what your predominant thinking and behavioral patterns are, your expectations, your anticipations, the emotions you frequently run, and the like. Notice what they reflect. Do they reflect that you hold unconscious ideas about yourself that are driving you to feel capable, empowered, lovable, beautiful, acceptable, wanted, valuable, precious, and supported? How you move in the world, how you show up in your experiences when your unconscious ideas about yourself are based in empowerment, how you hold yourself in your body, how you hold your head, where your shoulders are positioned, what your posture is like, both in the psychological and emotional layers of being, as well as at the physiological level, how you show up in the world is significantly different from when those ideas about yourself are based in disempowerment, how you talk about yourself, what you say about yourself in conversation, what you take responsibility for, what you're willing to accept into your life or not accept into your life, what you're 
driven to do and how you're driven to do it all considerably look different when those unconscious statements about yourself that you hold are based in empowerment. Ideas that are based in empowerment are what I call life-rich ideas. They are bubbling with life force. They are rich in life energy. They're vibrant. They're luminous. They're vibrant. They feel good and they promote the circulation of energy, the circulation of life force through your nervous system and energy field. The flow of life force through your being is directly linked to the resonance or calibration of the ideas you have active in your psyche. Whether they're unconscious and subconscious or conscious, these ideas are impacting and determining how life force is moving through you day in and day out. Your mindset about yourself is the basis of how you feel about yourself and how you're moved to act in the world. And I want to repeat that. Your mindset about yourself is the basis of how you feel about yourself and how you're moved to act in the world. So when your mindset about yourself is based on empowerment, you are a very resourceful and resilient individual. How you operate at an unconscious level is in a way where regardless of what's arising, you're able to remain steadiness. You're able to bounce back. You're able to maintain your momentum. You're able to recover from whatever arises and keep going in a way that you have steadiness, you have stability, you have power, you have confidence, you have that sense, I got this, I can do this and the like. You can't help but be resourceful. It's what your programming and automatic habits drive you toward. What pops up as recurring thought patterns for you, what pops up as emotional habits for you are ones that keep you fueled up and ones that keep you regulating properly between movement and rest. So you can't help but be resilient because you've integrated statements of self at an unconscious level that help you recover from any challenge or setback and keep moving forward. What's called the optimistic mindset or the growth mindset, the mindset patterns described or named as these in positive psychology, is in part pointing to this network of empowered self-ideas. When your ideas about yourself are based in empowerment, you have these unconscious filters that say, I'm capable, I'm lovable, I'm worthy, I'm deserving, I'm amazing, I'm resourceful, I can figure this out, I'm magnificent, I'm a wonderful person, I deserve this, great thing, I'm kind, I'm compassionate, I'm intelligent, I can learn, I'm trustworthy, and the list goes on to no end where what you continually generate are statements about yourself that are based in empowerment. They're positive statements when we put them into words. When you have these positive constructs as self-references at an unconscious level, and that's what we want. We want these to be unconscious psychological lenses so that they automatically drive you into these empowered ways of being in the world where you have energy, where you feel resourceful, where you feel capable day in and day out. So when you have these positive constructs as self-references at an unconscious level, you naturally use your life force, your life energy, to keep adding to your life, to keep growing, to keep expanding, to keep pursuing the things that continue to add to and enhance your life while 
you know, having the capacity and the confidence to say no to the things or relationships or situations that show up that can't add to or enhance your life. You also have this ability to recognize when something that's showing up is going to add to your life or if it's not going to be a great addition or something that contributes positive energy and support to your life. So when your unconscious ideas about yourself are based in empowerment, you ultimately make empowering choices. You behave in a way that reflects your innate empowerment, this innate sense of having effectiveness and capacity to not only handle life, but create amazing outcomes in life. And that's where I want you to reside as someone who's tuning into you know, my podcast, my books, my courses. I want you to reside in that space where you are automatically in a state of empowerment, having this positive lens about yourself made up of empowered self-statements, being completely free of limiting beliefs or ideas about yourself, a feeling of being limited, a feeling of not being able to do something, have something, be, be something, give something, only comes from having integrated a limited idea about yourself. And those are the ideas we want to, you know, pop out of the realm of your mindset so that you can live and source from the creativity of your innate being, the creativity of your innate nature. Now, the marvelous thing about our mind, the amazing thing about the human mind and our nervous system is that you have the capacity to self-observe, you have the capacity to monitor and measure your own internal environment, your own internal narratives, your own internal processes. You have the capacity to identify if you're operating from unconscious lenses that are based in empowerment or not. And from that self-observation, you have the capacity and ability to make unconscious ideas conscious and then update them. You basically have, you know, a control panel of sorts that lets you identify the resourceful programs and the unresourceful programs and then remove those unresourceful programs and bring in or integrate or install resourceful, life-rich, empowering programs. So regardless of what ideas you've been holding about yourself up until this point unconsciously, regardless of how old you are or how old you've had these ideas, you do have the power to update them, replace them with more empowering, more energy-rich ideas that reflect your ability to have the life you desire and deserve. If you can dream of any outcome, you do deserve to have it in your life. And you have the internal ability to allow yourself to receive that co-creative outcome. It starts with monitoring yourself and paying attention to what stories you're telling about yourself in your life right now. So not so much the story you're telling about the situation or, you know, the situations or the relationships or whatever life area you've chosen. Not so much about the situation, but about yourself in the situation or as, or as it relates to the situation. So let's make this a practical exercise. Where in your life right now are you desiring more flow or more growth or better outcomes? Focus on that area of life for a few weeks. Begin to notice each day 
what story you're telling about that life area and what story you're telling or feeling about yourself in that area. So you can still jot down the narrative you have forming and the meaning that you're generating about this life area, but I want your focus to be more on the statements of self that are there, the things that you're saying about yourself, the things you're believing about yourself. So jot it down so you can track it because putting it on paper will help you have that sort of objective view rather than it staying in your head and you know having that identification with the thought level of content that tends to be there when you're just thinking you want to put it out onto paper onto a little journal or something awareness is the magic wand here the moment you start observing yourself the moment you start objectively taking a look at the internal content that's arising that you're creating that you are you know sort of running you start to create space between you and the rehearsed or integrated unconscious idea this is the power of consciousness this is the power of awareness that you have the ability to lift off of these mental filters that you know may have been there for for decades but you you have with a little bit of observation with a little bit of daily attention to what's going on within you, you can start to detach from that identification to the unconscious lens. You start to recognize that it's been a belief filter, a mental impression, or an unconscious idea, rather than the truth of your being. So journaling is a great tool to achieve that. Objective journaling where you ask yourself, okay, what am I saying is going on in this area and what am I saying about myself? And you make note of what's there habitually, the thought patterns that are arising, the behaviors you're noticing yourself engaging in. So non-judgmentally and from a place of curiosity, you make note of your reactions. You make note of your behaviors. I did this. I did this. I chose not to do this. I, you know, moved in this direction. I thought this. So just jot down the processes that are there at the thought level, at the feeling level, and, and at the behavioral level. What do you typically do? What are showing up as actions for you in this area? What are you doing and what are you not doing in that life area? What has it occurred to you to do to achieve your growth goal or so- solve your challenge? Notice that thought pattern, that action, that behavior sequence within the context of it being action and behavior that's occurring to you to do so based on your current ideas about yourself. If you had different statements of self, if you had different self ideas about yourself, you'd be thinking of different sets of actions and behaviors. You'd be coming up with different solutions, different paths of action, different sequences of thinking and feeling. So Simply observe that what you're thinking, feeling, and doing in this life area is occurring to you to think, feel, and do within the boundaries of your current statements of self, your current ideas about yourself. And you can even name your journal in a way where when you go to record your self-observations, you're cognizing, you're cognizant of the fact that you're right now creating the thinking, feeling, and behavioral patterns that are arising within that framing of the idea that you're holding about yourself. And that also gives you that spaciousness, that knowing that this is being driven by an unconscious psychological program right now, and that 
when you make that un- unconscious psychological program conscious, you will be able to think, feel, and act in a new way, in a new way that will take you more effectively towards the outcomes that you're after experiencing. So this period of self-observation is a really valuable tool to help you make the unconscious habits and patterns conscious. It's when you make them conscious that you give yourself the space, the energy, to be able to start choosing new behaviors based on empowered ideas of yourself. The amazing thing that that happens when you start to lift off of these unconscious lenses, when you begin to detach from the identification with these unconscious ideas, is energy is made available to you. You access the energy of your consciousness. You access more energy that will allow you to transform that pattern, that will allow you to transcend that pattern and welcome new, more resourceful, more life-rich patterns. Now, how you create inputs of empowering self-statements in a lasting way can happen through a number of different avenues. Consistent use of affirmations, whether in audio form, spoken form, in first person where you say, I am this, or in second person where you're telling yourself you are this, using binaural beats and hemisphere synchronization is all a way where you can feed your nervous system a clear and focused input of the new statements of self, of the new ideas of yourself that are based in empowerment that you want to integrate. You mentally rehearse it and you do so consistently for a few months to really allow this new self-statement to crystallize and become an unconscious lens for you. You can also use hypnosis. Again, multiple sessions until the new self-statements are integrated at unconscious level. And that's the goal here. You want these empowered ideas of self to be unconscious programs. And you do that through repetition. This part of undoing your unconscious programs and integrating new programming until it becomes an unconscious lens It takes effort, but the efforting to embody empowered ideas about yourself will change your life for the better. So it's effort that's totally worth it and that it will bring amazing returns. You know, like there's compounding interest. This is like we're talking multiples upon multiples of compounding interest that you get from the initial investment to remove the old programming, remove the limiting programming and integrate the empowered programming. A new level of resourcefulness and creativity and a level of empowerment that gives you that experiential knowledge that you can in fact have, be, do, give what you want in life is a priceless reward that you get from this movement, this conscious movement of transforming yourself in this way and allowing yourself to emerge at a level of new empowerment. And I do want to say you have to do both. You have to do both the work of uninstalling those old self-statements and the work of installing the new ones so that the new ones you install don't have any competing unconscious self-statements that interfere with their functioning in your daily experience. So people who do affirmations and hypnosis work without removing the old programming without removing those old unconscious lenses 
will usually notice the conflict of the different programs that they have going on. You know, the resourceful patterns meeting the unresourceful patterns that are still in their system. So you want to do the work of removing the old programming and clear the way for the new ideas about yourself that you've chosen to integrate. So to summarize all this, your ideas about yourself directly impact the results you have in every area of your life. Ideas are powerful. Ideas about yourself are framing how you experience your life, how you move in your life, and what you're able to receive from your life. And the amazing thing about your being, the amazing thing about you being a conscious living being, you being a being of consciousness, is that you have the ability to make the unconscious conscious, to be able to remove unconscious ideas you're holding about yourself that may not be resourceful through a process of self-observation. And you have this ability to program yourself with more empowered ideas about yourself through a process of creating those positive inputs until they crystallize and become unconscious lenses. So you have this ability to transform yourself in really powerful and beautiful ways so that you are able to automatically move toward the experiences that you desire and you're automatically moved to show up in the world in ways that support your fulfillment and your ability to have the life you desire and deserve. One of the best gifts you can give to yourself is to base your sense of self in empowered ideas. I wholeheartedly know that you are a powerful, beautiful, creative masterpiece that the life has put together. And I want you to experience that day in and day out. I want you to experience your magic. I want you to experience your ability to author yourself in amazing ways that leave you feeling grateful to be alive and to have the abilities that you have, to have the power that you have, to have the innate ability you have to co-create and have a wonderful life experience. If you're enjoying the Cadest Own podcast, you can help grow the show by subscribing on Apple and Spotify and by sharing your favorite episodes with your friends and community. I've got lots of resources designed to support you on your growth and deliberate creation journey. I've got many videos on my YouTube channel, including affirmations and guided meditations, a free resources library with tools and worksheets you can use, books on Amazon on a number of different topics on consciousness and co-creation, online courses at my online school, including a free course on understanding the levels of consciousness. And I also share tips regularly on my blog and my newsletter and on my social channels. You can learn more and find all of these resources on my website at infinite-life.com. The link to my website is in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and I'll see you next time on the Cadestone Podcast.